Wow. Thank you, guys. Oh, I feel so welcome now. Thank you. So, like Justin said, my name is David. I am on the high school ministry team. Where are my eighth graders at? Where are you guys at? Woo! All right, we have no eighth graders? Right, okay, okay, great. Well, let me be the first to say uh, we are looking forward to having you guys join us in high school ministry uh, in, in like how many months, like eight months or so, but I can hardly wait. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait to uh, meet you guys. Come say hi to me after the service. I would love to meet you. So like Justin said, we are kicking off a new series called Emote Control, and it's all about emotions. And you're probably wondering, okay, why, why are we talking about emotions? Well, we believe that emotions are very important, and we believe that emotions were created by God and that they are good. It's good to feel emotions. And uh, where are my dudes at? Where, let me, where are my dudes? Yeah, dudes. Boys, 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 boys. Okay, great. Uh, dudes, hey, let's, let's chat real quick. Let's just real talk. Have any of you ever heard, don't cry, be a man? Yeah, yeah. That is such a lie. Let me be the first to tell you that is a lie. It's okay to feel emotions. It's okay to cry. It's okay to experience these feelings. And uh, it, it, let's just uh, define emotion real quick. What's an emotion? It is something that you feel, right? Uh, what's an example of an emotion? Happy, sad. You're in high school. You know these things already. What are some other examples? Mad. Mad. Great. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm actually going to stand here uh, a little more leveled with you guys. So let's, let's talk about the World Series real quick. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the World Series real quick. You know that emotions were on display in the World Series? Look at the Cubs. Look at the, these are grown men. And if grown men are supposed to not feel emotion, I'm not supposed to feel emotion. I'm just supposed to be some sort of robot or something. They were weeping tears of joy. Look at them. They are so happy. And then who was the other team? The Indians. The Indians. Oh, look at that. They are sad. There's, if you look real close, there's like, a tear on the guy on the right, but it's kind of hard to see. But it's, they were feeling sad. So emotions, they are good to feel. It's good to feel emotions. It's good to feel emotional. So in talking with Justin about this series and the heart behind this series, we want you guys to understand that emotions are good and that God created emotions and that God created you to experience and feel these emotions. They are good to feel. And junior high is a very emotional time. You guys are experiencing a lot of emotions for some, uh, some of you for like the first time. And I remember personally my, uh, my time in junior high. In, in the sixth grade, I had my first crush. It didn't work out. Total bummer. I, I was hurt. I was crushed. And... Yeah, uh, I just realized that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. But 
I remember junior high being a very emotional time. But, 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 I also remember that when I would talk to Jesus, when I would pray, I wouldn't have much emotion. Even though junior high is a very emotional time, in my prayers, I wouldn't have much emotion. Or I just didn't feel like emotions were appropriate. Like my prayers were largely like this. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for pizza. Thank you for basketball. Pray that tomorrow will be a great day. Amen. That was largely it. I felt like it wasn't appropriate to have emotion when praying. But I know that I'm not alone in that. Let's just be, let's just be real. We all probably feel like when we're talking to Jesus, we're not allowed to feel. We're not really allowed to have emotion when talking to Jesus. And if we are feeling emotions, if we're feeling like sadness, we feel like, oh, I got to get this together before I talk to Jesus because he doesn't have time for that. I need to not feel, I need to have my emotions in control before I talk to Jesus. I need to have it all together before I talk to Jesus. But I want us to look at a story in the Bible of someone who didn't have it all together, who was experiencing great emotion, but went to Jesus anyway, because she didn't wait till she had it all together. She didn't wait until uh, she had her emotions in control before she came to Jesus. So we're going to dive into the Bible right now. So uh, if you don't have a Bible yet, and I see a lot of you already do, uh, grab it. And we've got uh, outlines that I put together for you guys. So grab one of those. We're going to jump into Luke chapter 7. Luke chapter 7 is on page 118 or 1018, 1018. It's also on the screen if you want to just look at the screen. But I highly encourage just looking in, in the Bible. So I'm going to read this passage, and then we're going to talk about it. Sound good? Yes. Sound good? Yes. There we go. So Luke 7, starting in verse 36. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from the city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. Now, if you are like me, you read that story and you're like, okay, what is going on? Slightly confusing. Are any of you guys confused? Yeah, yeah, slightly confusing. Well, I'm going to have Justin Herman, your fearless pastor, come on up. And I need two volunteers, preferably uh, uh, dudes, okay? Okay, 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 okay. What's your name? David? Oh, my name's David. Can we become best friends? Sweet. You're like, ah, no, kind of weird. Kind of weird. And, uh, 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 Brandon? Brayden. Daniel. Daniel, I am just, oh, that was so ridiculous. Daniel, come up here. Daniel, earlier today, I thought your name was Sam. Yeah. I, I am sorry. Okay. So we're going to have... 
we're going to have Daniel be the Pharisee. You, we see in this, in this story that Jesus is invited to have dinner with this Pharisee. So, uh, so David, obviously, I'm going to remember your name because it's my name. So David, come here real quick. Hold this. It's got valuable stuff in it, so don't dump it out. And then hold this. So in this story, Jesus is invited to dinner. So uh, Justin, come stand up here. And then Sam, here. Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> I was just making sure you knew your name. Yeah. So you guys are having dinner. And for dinner tonight, you have Cheetos. All right. Now, guys, real quick, when we think of, uh, of dinner, we think of sitting down at a table. But in those days, this is how they would sit down to eat. There's a picture right there. They, they would recline like this and, and just eat. They would recline. So that is how they would eat. So I want you two to recline. Now, let's talk about... David, come, come over here. Come over you're, you're, Justin, I'm going to need you to take your flip-flops off because you've been walking all day and your feet are dirty. So, real quick, a Pharisee is, is like the religious leader. They were the ones with a great reputation for having it all together. They obeyed all the rules. They were leaders. They were like our modern-day pastors. And <laughs> so, you're looking great, David. So... He is someone who has it all together, okay? He is looked up to, has a great reputation. But then in the story, so you guys are just enjoying some, some dinner, some Cheetos, very nutritious. In this story, we hear of this immoral woman. Now, an immoral woman was basically a woman who had a reputation of, of doing bad things, of being a sinner. She had a very bad reputation. And so uh, just, just think, there, think of someone maybe uh, uh, that you know who doesn't really have the best reputation, okay? So that would be this immoral woman. <laughs> so we read in the story that this immoral woman, this woman came to, to see Jesus. It says, uh, when a certain immoral woman from that city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. What's an alabaster jar? That is a, a picture right there of what it would have most likely looked like in that time. And so this is the alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. So we're going to act out the scene. Then she knelt behind him. Remember, Justin is Jesus. She knelt behind him at his feet. Here, come, come over here, like right here. Weeping. Are you weeping? <laughs> that was, that's beautiful. So we have this woman. She is weeping. She is experiencing something. She's experiencing some emotion where she is weeping lots. And even, look, it says she knelt behind him at his feet. Kneel down. Weeping. Her tears fell on his feet. So just pretend like her, your tears like fell on Jesus' feet. <laughs> and that, and, and she wiped them off with her hair. 
Go ahead, wipe, wipe your, your tears off of Jesus' feet with your hair. <laughs> Guys, are you paying attention to the last sentence? Look down at the last sentence. Then she kept kissing his feet. Kiss his feet. Kiss his feet. Kiss his. Come on, you, you can do it, David. Kiss his feet. Kiss his feet. Kiss his feet. Kiss. Okay, we'll, we'll accept it. And she, she, she smelled his feet. Oh, wait, is that in the, in the Bible? No, no, no. Oh, bummer. So close. And what was it? On his feet. Yes, that's right. And putting perfume on them, on his feet. So go ahead, pour a little perfume. Not the whole thing, just a little. That's, that's a perfume. That's <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so here is this woman who doesn't have the best reputation. She is weeping intensely, intense enough for her tears to fall on Jesus' feet. She takes her hair and wipes Jesus' feet and then kisses his feet, and then pours expensive perfume. The perfume was so expensive, it was like a, a day's wage. So that would have been like 120 bucks for the average American. So that's really expensive, but she poured it on Jesus' feet anyway. Uh, great job, guys. You have been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can take the bag of Cheetos. Uh, David, can you put this in the, in the back? Thanks, man. You're such a great sport. Give it up for David. Now, now let's, uh, let's look at the outline real quick because I have a couple of questions that I, I want us to answer. The first question is this. All right, you guys paying attention? It's right under the, the scripture. It says, would we say the woman was feeling emotional? And circle the answer. What do you guys think? Yes, she was feeling so emotional because she was weeping. She was weeping so much that her tears fell off her face and fell on the feet of Jesus. And then let's have a look at the next question. Would you say the Pharisees, would you say the Pharisees, the religious leaders of that day, found her emotions appropriate when she came to Jesus? What do you think? No, probably not. They would have probably thought, what is she doing? She's got a bad reputation. She shouldn't be hanging out with Jesus. And even if she comes to Jesus, she should just have her stuff together. She should have her emotions in control. She shouldn't be feeling sad. She shouldn't be weeping. She should at least have her emotions in control or at least feel happy that she's around Jesus. But she was weeping, but she came to Jesus anyway. So... What does that mean for us? What does that mean for us? This is the big idea I want to leave with you guys today, okay? So please pay attention. This is the one thing I want you guys to get, and here it is, and it's on your outlines. Don't wait until you feel happy or good enough to come to Jesus. Don't wait. 
Don't wait. Come to Jesus with whatever you're feeling. This woman sets a, a great standard for us. She, she didn't wait until she had it all together. She didn't wait until she had her emotions in check. She came to Jesus with her emotions. And we see later on in the passage that Jesus affirmed this woman. That it was a good thing that she came in her brokenness. So don't wait until you have it all together before you come to Jesus. Don't wait. Come to Jesus with your brokenness. If you are feeling sad, tell Jesus about it. Be honest with Jesus. If you're feeling angry, tell Jesus. Be honest with him. If you're feeling confused, talk to Jesus about that confusion. If you aren't feeling much and you don't know why, tell Jesus about that. Be honest with Jesus. One of my favorite prayers to, to pray is, is this. I, I sometimes pray, Jesus, what is going on? Jesus, why is this happening? And there's emotion. There is emotion behind it. I, so we have two things I want you guys to do. Two application points. Here it is. So try this. When you pray, tell Jesus, and that's the blank on the, on the outline, tell Jesus what you're feeling. Be honest with him. It's okay to be honest with Jesus. It is okay. In fact, he wants you to be honest with him. He doesn't want you to fake it. He wants you to be honest with him. Tell Jesus what you're feeling. And then we, in JHM, we're doing this thing where we have a prayer number to text. So do this. Text junior high student to 99,000, all right? So I want you guys to do that. Um, don't do it. Don't do it yet. Just wait until after service to text that number. But here's the thing that we're going to do next. You guys should have all received a note card. Do you guys receive a note card? Lift them up if you have it. So we're going to practice this right now, okay? We're going to practice this. We're, we're going to spend a couple minutes. And there's going to be a little music in the background. And this is the prayer I want you guys to write on the note card, okay? Uh, right here. It's very simple. Dear Jesus, I am feeling blank. Whatever you're feeling. So... Spend some time thinking about that, reflecting on what you're feeling, and be honest with them. Writing, 
Dear Jesus, I am feeling confused. Dear Jesus, I am feeling angry. Dear Jesus, I, I'm, I'm feeling down. Dear Jesus, I am very happy right now. Things are good. If I were to write this, personally, I would write, Dear Jesus, I'm feeling very confused. This weekend was a, a very confusing uh, weekend for me personally. And even preparing this message, I realized, oh wow, this actually applies to me. I need to be honest with Jesus about how I'm feeling. So imagine if we had the courage to be honest with Jesus with how we are feeling, with every one of our emotions. Imagine what that would do for our relationship with Jesus. Imagine if you, what it would look like if we believed that God could handle our emotions, that he wants us to be real, to be honest with him, because he does. And imagine, imagine what it could look like. Imagine what it could look like to not wait until you have it together before coming to Jesus. So I'm going to pray and then send you guys out. Jesus, thank you. Thank you so much that you care so deeply about us, that you even care about how we're feeling. You care about our emotions. And I pray that each and every one of these students in here would have the courage to be honest with you about what they're feeling. Lord, I thank you that we don't have to wait until we have it all together before we come to you, Jesus. We pray all this in your name. Amen. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for having me.